0: I have you with your host Osani, also known as Yobi. This is 393. We got Prairie Sky with us. Welcome.
1: Hello. So how's it going? It's going alright. I'm pretty tired today. Yeah, it's uh it's hot out today, right? It's hot out. We just did a bunch of taco sales for oh. Sunshine House and for the two spirit pow, so I am whipped. So when you did the taco sale, did you do that in drag? I did not. Not this year. This was our fifth year. Okay. I uh, I didn't have to do it in drag because I was in the kitchen and I was th- kind of the senior person overseeing the whole operation.
0: Mm. So if it's like, if you are in drag and it's this hot out, do you usually, do you still do the padded chest or do you do padded chest or do you like to go uh, just regular
1: chest? I always, I always wear pads. So yeah. I always have padded hips, padded ass, and I usually wear um, Saran wrapped silicone titties. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> so <are> <laughs> <laughs> they're only Saran wrapped because they're really old, and I'm too cheap to buy new ones. <laughs> so, so you do the padded, and then you and then you wear makeup too. Yeah. Yeah, makeup, wig, um, and lots of clothes. <laughs> Sometimes, a lot of the time. So, where do you usually buy your makeup then? Well, my makeup I usually get from. It depends what I need. So my foundations I'll get from um, Harlequin. So it's like a danced. It's a mm-hmm. it's a dance place, but they also have a lot of theater makeup. Uh, and then if I need like powders or even other types of foundation or anything like that, I'll just get it from a local queen here, Lita Tequila, and she sells them. So. So she has a lot of really good makeup and so that's who I usually go to. I'm just like, "I need glitter." And so she'll be like, "I have this and this or I need lashes." And she has. She always has it. So,
0: does glitter take forever to
1: take off or like does that get stuck? How do you I I it's not a problem to me <laughs> because like <laughs> I'm in drag every 4 days. <laughs> so if I have glitter on there, that's like one less step I have to do. Okay.
0: <laughs> Dang. So like how long how did you know you wanted to be in drag because this all sounds like a lot of investment and a lot of learning and a lot of just like getting into like like foundations and uh and, and padding like that all sounds like different elements of drag.
1: It, there's there's a lot. Um when I started doing so I didn't start off drag in the typical sense of what you see today. This isn't how I started playing around with how I do drag. Mm-hmm. I started doing it to kind of explore my own gender identity and so I started wearing makeup and I started presenting a little bit more gender fluid and um, I did that for about four four years and then after after that I was like well I don't really that's not really something that I want to do all the time so but I do like this and so then I started doing more kind of stereotypical drag mm-hmm. and so it still allowed me to do all of the things that my gender fluid kind of presentation uh, like let me do but it let me do it in a more kind of paced way uh so i could do it every weekend or i could do it every second weekend or right Mm -hmm. now it's pride season so i'll do it once every three days um so but it it just allows me to do like different things all the time Mm
0: -hmm. so then when you're so do you have like a preferred gender pronoun when you're out of
1: drag and then when you're
0: in drag or is it two different
1: I'm old, <laughs> like, I'm pretty old, yeah. um, and so when growing up and when I came out of the closet, like, I came out of the closet in the late 90s, Yeah. Um, so, like, even then, pronouns weren't uh, a concern. Visibility was our primary concern, mm-hmm. um, being able to be who we wanted to be without kind of without the levels of harassment and, like, violence that we constantly faced. So pronouns were kind of an, an afterthought for me. And also because that kind of journey, that that more, that journey around pronouns and all that kind of stuff wasn't really my journey. Mm-hmm. My journey for most of my 20s and for my late teens, I just wanted to be identified as, as gay, and I always kind of felt comfortable in that. And so I always felt comfortable being a he. And so now, um, I don't really care what pronouns people use, but I, I understand the, the importance that a lot of people have with pronouns and how it matches how they perceive themselves and how they feel about themselves. So that is, that in itself was also a journey for me because, again, that was so new. And so I was just like, OK, well, this is all new. And I can, I can deal with this. Um, um, it's just about letting people and giving people the space they need.
0: Mhm. So it sounds like sounds like this is a lot of things that you um that you thought about and things that you sort of like had to you know be like self-reflective about. Did you ever have an idol growing up? Someone that you looked up to that sort of maybe helped you with with uh thinking about these self-reflective things?
1: I never had a queer idol. <laughs> like I never had a queer idol. Yeah. I had lots of aunties. Oh cool. I had lots of aunties who were really really awesome and who really um who when i was growing up who i really looked up to because they were just so self assured mm-hmm. and even when they were doing things that now that i look back on that that must have been terrifying and that must have been scary for them uh, even when they were doing these those things they always were so self assured and so that's kind of one of the things that i took from them like uh, i think about i think about the lives that th- all of my my aunties and my uncles had to live being half breeds and living in In, like, very rural Manitoba. And so it, and, but they all came out like so strong and they all came out so fierce. And those are the people that I always look up to. I didn't, I I never had any, I didn't have no RuPaul and I didn't have no hundred queens who have been on RuPaul's Drag Race. I had, I had real live indigenous aunties.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you're indigenous too, yeah?
1: Yeah. So my community is Kuchiching First Nation.
0: Sweet. Is that Cree or Ojibwe? It's Ojibwe. Sweet. Manitoba, right?
1: Nope, that's in Ontario. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, because so we're Treaty Three. My grandpa signed Treaty Three.
0: Nice. Yeah, sweet. So, do you ever like? Uh, do you ever put any of that indigenous influence to when you're performing? Because I haven't seen a lot of your performances in a while.
1: Um, yeah, a lot of the times. Like that's kind of one of the things that I'm known for in Winnipeg is that I always kind of have that flair. But it's also just because that's always where I've drawn my strength from. And that's always what I found, like, the most beautiful was, like, the indigenous femmes in my life, mm-hmm. right? So my grannies, my aunties, mm-hmm. all those people. So did you ever notice, like, uh, a parallel between indigenous culture and drag culture? Um, yes and no. Um, in, in some ways, you, those parallels kind of happen because... You have to like, you have to learn how to how to navigate the world, mm-hmm. uh, and you have to learn how to, like mute certain aspects of your life just to like make sure that you can just survive specific moments. But then there's also that the positive part of it where like, being indigenous and being and being a drag queen or being queer, when you're in like totally queer spaces or in totally indigenous spaces, you're allowed to just like be so you that you wake up in the morning and you just feel so good about yourself. <laughs> you know like when you go to when you go to ceremony or when you're with family or you go to gatherings or wherever that might be, whatever that looks like for you, and then you wake up the next day and you're like that's exactly what I needed for my whole body and my whole soul and to like that's going to give me enough energy until the next time this can happen. And it's the same thing being queer.
0: So you wake up the next day and then you're, you're woke. How, uh, <laughs> would yeah. you say woke is something that you've, uh, that you've been your whole life? Or was that something that people around you told you? Cause
1: I feel like you're woke. <laughs> um, my, well, my family has all been activists. And so we all, we all grew up. Like, the kitchen table at my granny's house and the kitchen table at my own house has always been, like, a ferocious place of, like, political debate and of political activism, but also of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And so th- I was really, really fortunate that I, I was able to live that life and, like, to to have that. And so it also made me really ready to kind of be willing to be criticized for my views and be willing to be challenged and so that's always been that's always been something that's that I took from that I don't know if I'm I'm the wokest (laughs) but but I I, I'm alive and I really try my best to to be good about that (laughs) so how do you feel about
0: having these conversations with people because I know a lot of times it can be draining explaining because it sounds like you've had to explain this a lot so i know it can be draining explaining the same thing over
1: and over like but is that something that you enjoy is educating people yeah it depends It, it really depends if i know that people are gonna walk away from it and like they'll think about something or if they're gonna if they're actually engaged in it so like a lot of this like sometimes we'll get well again pride is coming up and so there's gonna be lots of um, voyeurs in the form of media, in the form of people who may never have to actually encounter queer people, and who will just want your picture taken. I'm not going to take every yeah. every three minutes and be like, this is a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, here, Susie, have your fucking picture. I'm going to go get a drink. And, um, but if I know that people are going to, if I know that people are listening and they're listening and they're engaged, or then, then I can kind of, I can value that and I can engage in how much I want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like move it along, Susie. <laughs> so so you have a pretty sweet outfit on.
1: Do you have a outfit for for Gay Pride? Oh, yeah. uh, well, I'm going to be hosting the main stage all day. And so that's been my biggest stress in my life for the last two months is that there's there's kind of an expectation that you have a couple of different costume changes. So I have I have a couple of things in mind that I want to wear. Um, one of them is actually kind of it, it's it's inspired like by a ribbon skirt, but it's not really a ribbon skirt. Um, and then a couple of other outfits that I that I'm still working on. So we'll see what that looks like. It has to be like you also need to have something like really glittery and really loud because you can get washed out on the stage because it's bright and there's lots of stuff happening. So you want to look want to look real good.
0: You're listening to 101.5 UMFM, this is 393. We're interviewing Prairie Sky the Drag Queen. I just wanted to ask you about Synonym and how you got involved because I've seen you at a few Synonym shows before.
1: So how I got involved with Synonym is kind of luck. I don't know. They liked us (laughs) Uh, when they so this this weekend or next weekend coming up or this weekend coming up whenever this airs uh, on the twenty fifth and twenty sixth are those the dates Uh, or is it twenty fourth and twenty fifth twenty fourth and twenty fifth they that'll be our like our one year anniversary of drag brunch and so they reached out to myself and pheromones at the time. And we're really, really interested in collaborating on doing a drag brunch. And so, with DJJ Jackson and us two, and then those folks at in them, they were just like, "Okay, let's let's just talk about this and make it happen." And so, because they're really good at making shit happen, and I'm pretty good at making shit happen, and DJJ Jackson's really good at making shit happen, shit happened, and it's been really, really successful for the last uh, last year. And then from there, we've just kind of branched out and done a whole bunch of different different things together just like we've done their we did their uh fundraiser last year we're doing their fundraiser again this year uh last year i think last year was at clementine this year we're all going to be at tallest poppy on friday and saturday and but they're also just like amazing people so i get to just it's like hanging out with friends it's never it's never work and so now that pharaoh's kind of left the fold and so now we have cake involved and dj supersonic or so it's super super it's just a lot of fun
0: have you seen the drag scene like
1: change have you seen it change a lot since you first started oh for sure yeah like in the last couple of years like local drag is so in the last two or three years local drag has been has really really exploded particularly in the last year um we've seen a lot of um a lot of newcomers. There's a, there's a couple of drag workshop programs that happen where people can learn how to do drag, and learn from an actual person. Because for many people who kind of started doing drag in the 2010s, uh, they learn drag from the internet. They learn it from YouTube. They learn it from RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that. But then now they actually get to engage with local queens, and so they get to engage with the local environment. So, again. Vita and Pharaoh kind of started or were the first two queens who kind of took on that workshop. And then now we have Vita and Lita doing it and we've done things at the 4th. But also people start to come out a little bit more to drag things and doing things with things like Synonym or the stuff that we do with the Sunshine House and the Sunshine Bunch. And then, of course, the local staple, Club 200. We get to do a lot of really different things. And, like, I'm really, really lucky. Like, I got to do Synonym. I get to do... We do the... Queer Bingos. We have another one happening next week at Goodwill Social Club. So that happens once every two months. Been invited to Rainbow Trout. Um, There's this running joke that I'm the busiest queen in this in the city, but it's only because I have that kind of market. I have I have really strong relationships with with people like Elliot and like with with folks like from the Goodwill from before I even did drag, and then now get to network with other folks like like with ben from rainbow trout or from people from synonyms so it's just like it's really really lucky and we've just seen like there's just so much more drag happening all the time everywhere
0: you're listening to 101.5 umfm this is 393 i've been your host osani thank you for joining us
1: thank you for having me what what's your handle where can people find you so on i really only use instagram i'm not a i'm not a twatter um so my instagram is homo leviticus all one word okay just like the bible chapter (laughs) i am sacred
2: It gets give zero f's about trying to be next no. it's unbelievable what these kids will do to impress spend hours on their image without even collecting a check maybe like a damn you look nice what about intellectually politically socially conscious advice i spend so much time getting ready for the show hold up come i'm mom, the only rapper here wearing makeup and i'll probably only rapper walking out with a pay cut. and i'll probably only rapper here in a hey girl what's up no. don't get me wrong respect, mama taught him how to act right to protect. Pussy, weak, you must be crazy. I don't know anything stronger that can push out a baby. So of course, no question, this is for the ladies. Take myself out the corner. Don't need no Patrick Swayze. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Uncharted territory, trailblazing new trends. No matter what we do, we're always ten steps ahead. An ordinary orators. I'm fighting foragers, inhabiting spaces, places and we're busting through the corridors making up balance, overcoming challenge, practice, study, train to fish and max out levels so they listen, I'm not asking for permission, there's no acid, I'll be kissing seriously fresh, cause I'm seriously blessed, seriously? Haunt my name with some respect delirious if you think that you can throw me off the track, my confidence crushes any crude or negative attacks, and the ones that keep me focused are the ones that got my back showed up to my friends and family to my friends and found the ones that got my back. Yeah. My confidence is based on how hard I hustle, never lazy. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I take myself off the corner. I don't need no Patrick Swayze. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best, as real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best, as real as it gets, seriously fresh. It gets seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best. As real as it gets, seriously fresh. Effortless energy, naturally the best. As real as it gets, seriously fresh.
3: yo what's going on ladies and gentlemen you're listening to the studio 393 podcast on umfm 101.5 we're gonna get our show going rolling on we just finished interviewing prairie sky a magnificent drag queen up next we've got mr randy kunaraj what's up what's going on randy how are you Good, good 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 how are you i'm good man good to have you on the show welcome good to be here thanks for having me um, uh so Randy, why don't you uh introduce yourself tell us what you do um okay yeah uh i'm randy kunaraj uh i'm the chef owner
4: at cal uh we're located at the goodwill six twenty five portage um yeah so i'm the chef owner there and that's that's all i do
3: <laughs> uh what kind of food do do you serve at this uh, uh we actually.
4: do we, we like to call it asian comfort food uh you can also describe it as like asian fusion i don't like the word fusion very much but we call it comfort food it's something that you want to eat every day something that uh you can can have you know every day
3: and not break the bank going to going to get and eat and pay for so you're really uh focused on uh affordable prices not not making it too crazy for people yeah, yeah. I think,
4: you know, I've been there. I've worked in you know fine dining restaurants and and high price places, and and I know how much food costs, and uh, you know how much you know. It can, I think it it's more uh, translatable to people to to have something that's like not too expensive. Mm. Yeah. Uh,
3: can you tell us a backstory on how Cow House came to be? Uh, how you started that business? Um,
4: well i was I was in
3: in in, in the motion
4: of, of of opening a restaurant i was, i had i had uh left my job as a head chef at uh, bonfire bistro and i I just needed to to do something on my own so I decided you know why not do something that you know I want to do like something you know the kind of food that I want to eat and i and, and I think that other people would would enjoy too so we decided to do um cowhouse. Um, And a lot of it has to do with uh, I wanted to open up kind of like our uh, interpretation of uh, a mom and pop restaurant, you know, and we had that at the house when we were on Sherbrooke, 126 Sherbrooke, Um, you know, somewhere you can go and, you know, the the owner or the chef's always there and, you know, you can talk to them and laugh with them and, you know, that
3: kind of place, something somewhere that you're comfortable at. Do you personally uh, like restaurants where you can sit down and the chef's always there? Like I know some people just like getting their food and like eating and not not really worrying about like like that kind of environment but f- you personally do you think that that makes food better even like that experience?
4: Uh, I don't I don't know if it uh, it makes the experience better you know like you want to go somewhere kind of like uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Cheers. You know, so you want to go somewhere where you know someone knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice to to go somewhere and you're you're welcome. And you know, if if, if you're a regular, if you're, if you're a semi regular, you know, like go in, see how you're doing, kind of thing, and just get your regular like like menu item or whatever it is you get, mm. and you know, just chat about how your day's going or how you know how bad your day's going or how good your day's going, kind of mm. thing. I've always I've always liked sitting at a bar, you know, like I- any any restaurant I go to that
3: has like a bar top, I'll sit at the bar. Yeah. I won't sit at a table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I was I went on your website, which is cowhouse.com, I believe, and I just I don't know. There was a phrase in the the little uh, summary of cowhouse that I really liked. Uh, it was uh, cowhouse food is simple, comforting, and just like our mom used to make. Um, did your mom used to make a lot of the dishes that you have at cowhouse?
4: Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, some of them, like most of the, like the, the smaller bites, like the kalapao, which you know, the 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 steam buns and the the nam, the pie salad, everything everything my mom would make, you know, and some of the things that you wouldn't be able to find easily if you went to a Asian restaurant, you know. Um, so a lot of things that a lot of things on the menu are things that I grew up eating, or I, you know, I. I made myself, you know, either when I was in university or in high school or whatever. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Once again ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to UMFM 101.5 393 podcast. You've got Randy on the show, owner of Cowhouse Restaurant. Uh Randy, I know that your parents are uh, both immigrants to Canada from Laos. Is that is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Um so you said you said that Cowhouse is a mixture of, of food. So are all the dishes there from Laos, or are there s- obviously there, or is there some that's like
4: no? There's there's other there's other uh, uh, cuisines in there, Asian cuisines, like Japanese, uh, Korean. It's all something. It's all like a mix of everything. You know, things that, like I said, like I I like to eat or I like to make for myself when I was younger, or you know now, mm-hmm. like the cheese and noodles. It's just. A, a dish that we just threw together, like if you came home late at night and you just wanted to make instant noodles and throw some cheese in it and hot sauce, and that's what it was. Mm. And we put it on the
3: menu. <laughs> Which cheesy noodles are pretty good, actually. Shout out to the cheesy noodles. <laughs> yeah. Noodles are so
4: good. It's a funny <laughs> dish. It's a funny dish because you see it on the menu and people are like, well, "What is that?" And it's like, "Well, it's cheese and noodles <laughs> and hot sauce."
3: <laughs> Uh, and you also you don't just run the restaurant by yourself. You have a, I have a partner. I have a partner?
4: Yeah, Crean uh, McKeag. She couldn't be here today because we have a, a a young child that she needs to take care of, and he's he's a rambunctious one. And she wasn't feeling too well, but yeah, she she's my 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 rock. You know, I couldn't do any of that
3: without her. She keeps me in line. Mm. How important? How crucial is she to the operation? Just because it is a lot of work running a restaurant, but. You know how? Yeah,
4: she does. She does all. She does a lot. She's also uh, a, a chef too. But she's, we have her out um, doing all the business stuff and all the um, all the managing stuff right now. But she she loves to be in the kitchen too. So like she she handles all the details that I I I'll, I'll miss. I'll definitely miss like you know like the money aspect and all you know scheduling and managing that kind of thing. So she does that too, and she inspires me. She gives me ideas for like dishes and food and stuff like that too.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. What are some challenges uh because I know a lot of business owners and business or business owners are always you know uh, they they just, they they seem you know running a business is hard, so like a lot of the business owners that I observe you know they have this it's 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 almost like they're tired and stuff, but when yeah. I observe you you're you know you're always you're always yeah, yeah, you're you're always you're always like pumped up with a <laughs> lot of energy. You're always wanting to to keep going, and so like I don't know what what are like, what are some things that help you get through a day, a busy day at a restaurant, or like?
4: I think uh, uh well you know it's humor, you know you, you, gotta, you gotta you can't take things too seriously. I know I work hard, and you know I lead by example, and you know if I am I if I'm having a bad day, you can't you can't you know. You can't just stress out, you know. it kind of you, you got to lead by example, and if you do that, and and people people feel your energy, your vibe, and the people that work for you or with you, you know, if you're stressed out and you're angry or whatever, and you know they'll they'll latch onto that too. So you got you got to be a leader and be positive and I like work so that's the, that's that's an easy part too because I don't mind working I like working so mm. I like being there
3: mm-hmm. that's the n- <laughs>
4: that's the number one thing if you like being there
3: then everything else comes easy Yeah Um what are some challenges that you've encountered as a business owner and and how have you kind of nav- navigated through those challenges Uh th-
4: just running a business running a business itself is hard you know I'm 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 a cook first and foremost and I love being in the kitchen. When it comes to the business side of things, like, you know, there's, there's, there's all kinds of costs and, like, uh, like permits with the city and stuff
3: like that. And, did and you have to learn about that side of the...
4: Yeah, we had, to, we had to learn the hard way because we just did everything ourselves. We did everything for cheap, you know, as, as cheap as we possibly could. And so we did everything ourselves. So I had to learn how to navigate, like, city permits and stuff like that mm. and, and health permits and... and yeah, and doing all the, all the cash and the business side of things.
3: Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Studio 393 podcast. We're here with Randy, owner of Cowhouse. Uh, we're on UMFM 101.5. Uh, so, Randy, I wanted to touch on also, um, I mentioned earlier that, or we mentioned earlier that your parents are from else, right. Yep. Right. Um, yep. Um, how important is their story in your personal life experience just because... Um, my personal experience growing up, seeing my parents work two, three jobs, or just working hard in general—you know—it kind of inspired me, or, or it still does inspire me. You know, to, yeah. to try to do something for sure for, for myself. You know, hit the pavement and become something. And Cowhouse kind of has that similar story. You know, starting from the ground up, building something.
4: Yeah, it it it, it has that vibe. Um, you know, just just my parents coming over as refugees and they were I think they came over during the Vietnam War and they're escaping the turmoil there uh, where they're from and they came with with nothing they they didn't know anyone there there wasn't a lot of immigrants at that time so they came in there's never seen snow nothing like that know, trying to find a job you know working for like lower than minimum wage at times and working more than one job and juggling you know me and my, my sisters so they worked hard, and I saw that, and I think it hit me one time, and that's why I went to university. It hit me one time. I, I picked up, picked up my mom from work. She worked at Palliser, I guess that's uh, a furniture place, furniture factory place or whatever. And it was just a bunch of like older ladies coming out of there, and it, it's 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 hard labor. And I, and I thought to myself, what well, you know, I want to give my like, my kids a future, and, and and you know, and and then do something that it's not you know working in a factory and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with like hard labor and like that but you know I saw, I, th- I said to myself I didn't want to do that and I wanted to 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 carve another path for 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 me and then you know my future family or whatever so that's what I did I, I you know it's kind of st- stubborn in a way I followed my my it's my dream of 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 having a restaurant and being a cook you know being a cook doesn't pay a lot <laughs> So it's, it's something I want to do, and something I'm I'm passionate about, and can show up to work every day, and loving what I do. You know, my parents didn't have that; they had to work. They had to work in a job they didn't want to be at. So you know, they they
3: sacrifice so that I can have, I can do what I want to do,
4: and my sisters too.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, does that does that get you through hard days too? I'm just thinking, like, you know, what? Let's say, you know, you have 80 orders or something to make, and I don't know, like, do you ever? in your minds, like, you know what, I'm all good because I know where I come from, I know my roots, I know that this is in my blood to work hard kind of thing?
4: Yeah, you know, when when it's a hard day, it's a rough day, you just, you just push through, and then, you know, my parents did that. They just pushed through, the, you, know, you know. It's not what they want to do with their lives, you know. I, I'm sure they had dreams of doing, um, not doing hard labor, doing something else. You know, my mom was a teacher back in Laos, so she's not doing it here, but she's, but... Um, so yeah, I, I saw I saw the, the the work ethic they put in, and I just kind of applied it to to what
3: I do now. So the other side of business, running a business and running a restaurant, is you know coworkers and and dealing with dealing with all these people that are employed under you and you know right maintaining them, maintaining a a really good team. Um, so I guess my question is, um, how do you maintain a functioning? And running kitchen, how do you, how do you keep everyone motivated? Because, you know, not a lot of a lot of restaurants, like owners, you know, they'll treat employees like expandable, expandable. Well, I I think I I, I just treat
4: uh, my employees how I would want to be treated. You know, I, I work hard, and I said I, I said that before that I lead by example. So I work as hard as I can, and I expect others to do the same. And 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 know I don't take myself too seriously, too. So as long as we can have fun and you work hard and you have a good attitude, you know, and th- that's what I look for in, you know, staff and people that I work with. And I, I'm lucky that I've, you know, found, luckily just found it, you know, people that I've worked with are, are friends or family or they become friends, like really good friends. And they they have the same view of work.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you see Cowhouse in Ten to fifteen years, do you see it as an expand a, a place where you can expand, have more businesses around, or do you see cowhouse as always a place of like comfort and or like not that it's it could change if, yeah. but do you see cowhouse as just a local one one business kind of thing, always I think, local?
4: I think it's one business. I, like I'd like to say local, but um, I don't see myself doing it for for more than ten years. You know, I, I'd want to you know travel and cook in other places and 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 have those experiences so you know i think we've accomplished um some of the things that we wanted to accomplish already and i'm happy with how it's turned out and uh, i don't see myself doing it forever like i'd see myself traveling and cooking and cooking on a beach somewhere just relaxing
3: (laughs) yeah that sounds nice yeah um that's all the time that we have Thanks for coming on the show, Randy. Of course. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Really awesome uh, having you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Cowhouse Restaurant located at the Goodwill Bar. Come check it out. Really amazing food. Shout out to the Cheesy Noodles. Yeah. And, you know, every other dish there. Uh, yeah. Check check Cowhouse out. Thank you, Randy. Thank You're you. listening to UMFM 101.5, Studio 393 podcast. Kenna signing out. Peace. Whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: No, 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 whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa Whoa, 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 whoa Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah A lot of shit, but when they see me in the street, see them sit and say it on the side room. When I'm coming, I'm coming clean. The heady when I drop it in my language, like what the fuck am I rapping? I had to holler, my Congolese, on my Ugandese. Please show your real colors when you're rocking. 243, yeah, we. In yeah, 256 Ain't got time no be jacking I know this anger ain't gonna make my starving go away So I really had to pull up with a sapling Mama told me I need a girl I told her I just need my Mary Jane She got me swinging child like Spider-Man I'm 22, yeah, this life is crazy, dawg My nigga Sinjo, he just got a daughter I'm still lost with the microphone Microscope to find that hope across the border Whoa, whoa, whoa Wow whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 yeah, 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 it's been a couple years that I've been doing I influenced this And nobody spoke until I started doing this music I ain't through this who my fucking city at I'm on my thirties Get me close where did at I'm booming Syria Two months till I, I don't know how to tell a lie So I had to say goodbye But the truth comes first Bye bye hoes If you gon' leave me Just leave me Cause I don't really need you no more Yeah I don't really need you no more, yeah Scratch that, I'm back again with the fucking flame that's on the blade, And it's a fact I'm the best in this game that's on the grade. It's great, I'm searching this plan, it should be the main And fuck school, man, I'ma make it without the grade So break your leg before you hit the scene They try to intervene I'm like Hulk, cause when I stress, I turn to green Whoa, 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 whoa Whoa, 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 whoa Yeah, yeah don't be doing things, but I be wanting to. She trip her body up, but she the same, cause she be wanting to. Sometimes I just want to punch the nigga, you be calling boo. When it's time to vent, I be the one that she be coming to. What's the rendezvous for? I make it up like two flows. No apologies, the prodigy. We hit it, then hit the track, cause the heart is too cold. Where that body drop, I swear it got me tingling. And it's illegal where well, she made me watch that body banging. She disconnected my lower jaws to the top ones. Just like a demon, and I can't wait when that day comes. Yeah, nigga, flawless, I'm the missions and ambitions. A poor nigga with the thoughts they give to the riches. See, all my life I've been a hustler. In kindergarten I was selling kilos of medals for dollars. Don't dream to fail. Dream of working one day in the palace. Safe art. Your shawty wanna know more about us. They've been talking a lot of shit. I wanna see me in the street. Set it on the sideboard. They've been talking a lot of shit. I wanna see me in the street. See them, see them. Set it on the sidewalk. I wanna see me in the street, on a lot of shit, I wanna see me in the street, city on the side, bro, we'll be a lot of shit,
6: Everybody. with no respect for the people's right to Jobs don't never pay enough, so as they always be late. Can you get late? We living in a police state.
0: Yesterday I saw my grandma in Edmonton Today a, a new day My uncle Adam caught a case and I liked him Today a, a new day Today a, a new day My auntie's boyfriend in the pen and I don't like him Today a, a new day My mom done fell and hurt a leg at the Santa Claus parade They asked her if she okay or if she drank I don't like that My pops done got pulled over when the towers done fall, and I ain't like that, so I ain't quit yet. I ain't quit yet. i resident since my fam don't went to school Mad at you, I ain't strapped I'm just a child from my classmates The same homie that told me watch out for the native minorities I don't like you Hand me down from my classmates Cause I ain't like them In fact, I inspired them Only rocks in my socks are from the playground In ninth grade I heard them say Stay down, I see my day now Cause they trying to crack down I've been here since day one So yo, I'm on fuego ah! yeah. 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 Today a new day and I can hear the chopper In my bike falling in a pothole And the 7-Eleven looking like a jackpot if I intervene, will I die? Machete's gonna kill me. Cops just scare me. Everyone in trouble when the neighborhood. is income, yo. Everyone in trouble when the neighborhood. is income, yo. Uh. Probably cause it's a probable cause. Probably cause it's a probable cause. Dave is my friend. These is my ends. Probably cause it's a probable cause. We are falling, we are falling, we are falling. In our pawn with the neighborhood and the shortcuts with we'll the dollar slice. We are falling, we are falling. Call me that cash back, got a cash check. Probably cause it's a problem, it's a problem. It's a proper cause.
7: I'm driving a conversation with Charlemagne in the morning I sometimes blaze when I'm horny Make you saving me only Mr. Smith, what you say with me? I'm a major league shorty. Don't bother tracing me poorly Polaroid for the win still don't, don't you know that I sit still? My dichotomy crazy You probably couldn't sit still I vibe with sway in the morning Vibe is way in the morning uh-huh. I'm amazing, don't worry I write my name for the story Don't mind my lame, i Y'all as sacred as Maury I'm inflating my glory Ain't no debate, I ain't sorry Bitch, you hate me, I get it You lame and maybe pathetic My DNA is poetic Hey, I mean it's genetics I'm sacred, but they just catching up Eliminate factors, but I always take the grant. Don't imitate a pastor, but I more than chase the facts. I'm sitting on this paper like I'm rolling with the bag perspective. I'm mastered simply knowing how to rap, respect it. You hamster in this world, you just a rat, defective. I battle little boys and make them men. Remember the intro of many men? Respect is what I'm holding, you should know I'ma stay strong. I rub the engine, all I know is go like a Vayron. And you must like the flavor, wanna lick on me? Girl. Yeah, baby, you must like the way you tryna trying to swim on me. Hey, yeah, yeah. hey, no wonder you're so close. You must think i we spoken smoking in my You must think
2: I'm
8: Got backwards for the low, low. You
2: must think i
8: Yeah, ayy. Hey, Fish full of dollars. Punch lines kick like Chris Wallace. Stuff in pockets, they fat. We split wallets. Live lawless. Uh, her lip gloss is my. Uh-uh. New bounce, I never knew balance Cash in a check, I like the new balance Ay. Watch, somehow I do balance it Walking my shoes up in these new balances Ay. A tight rope, raise the stakes Raise hell till heaven is at its gate these Snake and fake and nothing sacred For heaven's sakes I was ready to die working gracious God is gracious Now it's stake with my side and my b- Yeah, I was lost in a maze now they shocked and amazed, it's amazing, yeah I know my fears are only mine I know my fears are in my mind I got no fears except for time I took those fears and made them mine I can't go back cause I can't change that Made some change, now I can't change back Things felt strained, I had to change that But when it s- gets strange, you need your gang back You
3: mistake, I fly No
7: wonder you're so close You, you, you mistake we smoking in my own song You, you, you no. must I'm fly no. Got backwards for the you love
2: must think no. You must think I'm fly oh. You must think I'm fly single mother strength s-r-t-y to the bank i just work like 90 hours i don't need to smile thanks Oh my, y- yesterday y'all my lockers who mess up your shocker, so we all we need And if a man wanna come at me crazy, my mama gave me all the tools to leave It's
7: more than a fantasy, way past it dress in a fanny It's bigger than fairy tells word to my granny That's word to the girls who come after me, word to the girls in the factory Catherine Johnson, word to my mama, I will not fail That's word to your honor, promise my sisters, I will not miss this That's word after word after word with no confidence sound from the few of us. Man down, that's word to my uterus. Yes, I manicure my cuticles while I handle not unusual all the bags I'm bringing through though. And strength is something that they don't associate with women. That empower empowerment and winning. shifting perception and raising the fist. Don't forget you was raised with your face in the tip strength is something that they don't associate with women. That empower empowerment and winning.
9: shifting perception and raising the fist. Don't forget you was raised with your face in it. Real queens gonna hold it down. Real women make the world go up now matriarchs queen of hearts y'all wear the crown
7: you can miss us with all that commentary we got queens but our jeans is legendary you can see us son of a matriarch Of matriarch. Son of us. fuck all
9: that. Matriarch. Mama bet she a straight shooter. Blah. Mama bet she was a tutor. Dang. Sissy bet matriarch Jr. Uh. Auntie best, they be all bruises. Uh. Stay wavy, I call that tsunami. I get that from mommy. I'm swerving that fuckery. them uh. fuck and I'm speaking properly. y'all for best property. Uh. Uh. Mama done taught me that loyalty, loyalty, I got installed to in me. Whoa, whoa. My mama done taught me, be loud and proud, no need for apology All oh, my boss ladies be raising boss babies, I'll tell you what's up Hop a two feathers up for matriarch. Someone am
6: one of the sons boy, my blood is royalty, mama's a warrior, respect her authority Come from a powerhouse, where the sorority, we the new ancestors That's the court, I'm the son of a sergeant, to you I'm a burden Our stomach's are so grumbling, the tables are turning We huntin', we huntin', we starting like mama Fuck with a woman, get body, them buried. Bow. Put it on my life She made me a man Don't believe that hype She gave me my clan And my appetite I thought that was Always the plan, right? My brother's been comfortable Some are dysfunctional Fuck with a woman That means I don't fuck with you Don't play the victim Dismantle the system
9: You dragging your feet then don't walk with a sister Real queens gonna hold it down Real women make the world go Queen of hearts, y'all wear the crown you can
7: make-
2: Son of a Fuck all that Patriarch Fuck all that Patriarch Son of a Matriarch This for my real queens Matriarchs, Moose This for my real queens Matriarchs, Moose